Welcome to Conversations with the Head, an occasional podcast from Bunbury Cathedral Grammar School. My name is Matthew O'Brien and I'm the Head of School. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Cathy Kira, our Deputy Head of School and Head of Secondary, Rob Worlidge, our Head of Primary, and Justin Forbes, our Head of Boarding. This is the first somewhat belated podcast for 2021 and instead of a long end of term letter. And what we're going to do is talk about some of the highlights of term one and the plans that we have for the rest of the year. Uh, Welcome, Justin, Kathy and Rob. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. So, Rob, I'm going to start with you and primary. It's been a, a busy term with camps and activities, plenty going on around the place. Can you give us a snapshot of term one? Yeah, thanks, Matthew. I think the camps program within the school is one of our big pillars and it was wonderful to see the year four students all head off this morning going to Pemberton where they'll climb the gyms at Yegerup and jump on the tram as well as lots of other wonderful activities. Other highlights include the swimming carnival where we see it's not just the great swimmers winning the events, it's actually the participation where you see those students in year three who are struggling actually get in the water and enjoy the day. Um, Something else we do incredibly well at our school is the different opportunities we provide. So things like the stand-up paddleboarding with the year fives on Friday mornings this term, finishing with the paddleboarding and a barbecue, was just fantastic. And didn't the parents love that? Like That was just great for them as well. Just a lovely, lovely time. The parents can drop, they can get involved. Uh, Seeing one or two parents struggle on the boards was also quite entertaining. Uh, The ex-adventure training that is conducted at the end of this term as well has been... um, enjoyed by quite a few of the students, run by Kelby Murray. It just trains those kids who are interested in taking part in the X adventure during the holidays down in Dunsborough and gives them that running, mountain bike training all within the school site. Um, the other highlights, obviously, the round square. Um, it's a huge thing within the primary school that allows the students to lead in certain areas and also to develop their service learning. And whether it's organising a disco to uh, a little roller skate competition during lunchtime. The students lead it, the students run it, and they have that responsibility and ownership, which is great to see. Um, Interestingly, we've recently seen uh, one of the students who's done a drive for footy boots um, advertise on a Facebook site, um, sorry, on a Facebook page within his local footy club, which received over 17,000 hits. And he's been um, on ABC radio talking about footy boots and donating them towards an Indigenous school. And that's just a wonderful, like, to be able to see that sort of stuff happening around the place. So that's the um, extracurricular type of activities, though beyond the classroom is what we call it. So what about within the classroom and those academic opportunities? Anything been happening there in primary? I know there has been. Uh, And again, within the classroom, we're very fortunate to have uh, a number of teachers who are incredibly strong with the extension activities they provide. Uh, Ben Duff, my deputy, uh, works with robotics and mathematics, which are two of his passions. Michelle Waddingham, again, within the mathematics and science and drives those areas. And we've recently welcomed Rachel Cook into year four, and she has a huge, huge passion for philosophy, for ethics, and extending the kids in that way. So really exciting a few months to come to see how all that grows. Uh, We've recently had the students involved in Have Some Fun. Uh, 11 teams were involved there and we had a second position and a fourth position. Although position's not everything, it's about the kids taking part and enjoying the day, which they certainly did. 
We've then got a number of students going up to Da Vinci up in Perth tomorrow, and we've seen students go down to Busselton for a um, an English uh, reading between the lines um, and meeting the authors down in Busselton with Dimmocks. That's brilliant, Rob. And so I guess that's a, a really good oversight of the things that have been happening in primary. So um, in secondary, Cathy, you're the new head of secondary, um, no doubt the new person in the role. Uh, you would have personally had a busy term, but what's been happening in secondary as a whole? I, I know it's been a busy place. Certainly has, Matthew. And it has been quite a short term. Um, I suppose one of the big highlights that we've had so far very recently is our student executive ball on Saturday night. Um, held at the Lighthouse. It was a really wonderful atmosphere. Uh, students were very inclusive and really enjoyed themselves and it was fabulous to see them um, having such a great time. We've had a swimming carnival, like primary. Again, wonderful support from parents. It's been lovely to have so many parents supporting the school, supporting their, their children and that was a lovely, happy event. We managed to get our Year 7s out to camp in Week 2, which was very lucky after our lockdown. And um, Year 9 camp happened down near the Blackwood um, with the Outdoor Education Group. And at the moment, we've got Year 10 students out on um, Outward Bound down near Walpole. They come back tomorrow and, by all accounts, have had a fabulous experience. The weather's been kind um, and they've really persevered through what is quite a challenging camping opportunity. So that's been a really good highlight um, for those students. And I know the kids all coming back are so excited about the camp program and, and they come back really changed sometimes. But there, there's other team type activities that for students as well as they go through secondary, isn't there? That's right. Um, I was thrilled to watch the basketball finals that went on a couple of weekends ago. Um, we've had a lot of sporting activities with cricket, basketball, swimming. Um, the Rotness Swim, of course, was a major event for a lot of our or um, open water swimmers. And um, like in primary, we've had the Da Vinci Decathlon, we've had Have Some Fun, and we've had a record number of students involved in that. So lots of team events. And on a personal um, note, um, we've started our Medical Allied Health Programme again this year um, with a, a, a wonderful careers opportunities um, being explored by those students. And we had a, a fabulous careers lunch held um, a couple of weeks ago where students could talk to all sorts of different professionals from different areas. Um, very important to help them look towards their future career. So it's been a very busy time. Yeah, we've had lots and lots of people coming in for those events. Um, so speaking of people, and the secondary doesn't work without the staff, and we had at the end of last year a large number of retirements and staff moving on to promotional positions. And so one of the opportunities, I guess, that you've had is you've got new staff uh, coming in, and so you're leading the secondary school, you've got new staff. What's, what's it been like with new staff around the secondary school? Because I know in my time when I was in the role, we, we didn't get many new staff coming in and, and I, I think it's exciting but what about you? Indeed yeah look leading the secondary school has been an enormous privilege um, and it's something I'm growing into and learning I don't think we ever stop learning and what has been particularly exciting is to welcome a, a new small group of staff who have taken over from those who left us it's very sad to see people go but it's wonderful to have some new ideas some new energy and different people coming to join us um, amongst our new staff, we have a science teacher who is a qualified vet. Um, we have a, a highly experienced maths teacher who's come to us from a local school and a new part-time Japanese teacher um, who's been a teacher in Japan and is now working with our senior students and supporting those who are studying Japanese in lower school through, through SIDE. So it's been um, really interesting to meet those people and see the strengths that they're bringing to our already a very strong 
team of teachers. And there's certainly a buzz around the school that I notice and uh, parents that I speak to notice as well uh, when we've got these new staff. And so, and Justin, you were new last year. This is your second year in boarding and you've made some really positive changes that were implemented going through the year. So, but keeping the staffing um, conversation going first, can you talk about the new staffing model that we've got within boarding? Because most people wouldn't have heard about that if you're not involved with boarding on a day-to-day basis. That's right. Yep. Uh, Thanks, Matthew. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, last year with um, uh, Mike and yourself's assistance and the ratification of the board, we undertook a, a staffing restructure in boarding. So we now going forward will have a head of boarding and three residential year group coordinators. And so each so of the, you'd be the head of boarding? Yes, that's right. Yep, but just <laughs> so as, a, as an ongoing platform, <laughs> that's what it's going to look like. Um, so the three residential year group coordinators are responsible for two year groups each through year seven to 12. Um, and what we've and we also welcome Meredith McCarthy, who is a new residential staff member, and her husband Matt and their kids uh, Ella and Georgia. Um, so that's been wonderful to have them on board. But what we've found through um, parents in particular is they are enjoying the fact that there is a more streamlined level of communication. Mm. It is very clear to them who they are to contact um, if they need to. They are also very aware that. That everybody in boarding looks after it, everybody, um, but there is that direct line of communication. And also if there is something that perhaps they need further clarification on, then they can come to me. Yeah, but well. that, that's perfect. And communication is like it's one of the things we've been targeting ourselves this year and doing a, a better job of. And, and this recording is one of those examples. So rather than an end of term letter, but um, one of the other things that you were talking about, and I know you had a big um, goal of creating and communicating with your community, was that schedule of exciting events for boarders. So how's that gone for term one? Uh, so yeah, been been quite busy. Um, so unlike any other boarding school I've been involved in, it is a full offering of recreational activities that that we drive and we cater for um, rather than students having to organise it themselves and get hosts to take them and so on. So some of the highlights are we had the Medala Camp, which a number of our kids were involved in up at Point Walter. So that was very good and that was supported by Meredith McCarthy, one of our residential staff members. Um, Jan Pocock took a, a few of our senior girls to an International Women's Day breakfast where they were spoken to by uh, Dr Coffey who spoke about the changing face of women in the workforce and leadership and what they bring to that dynamic so that was that was really beneficial for them to hear. Of course we had our Adventure World trip as well um, but along with that there's, there's just been things that have been on every day of every weekend and I just encourage the kids to take advantage of those opportunities there are there are things that are advertised and out there for them to partake in and they need to make sure that they they grab those opportunities when they're there yeah that, that's wonderful i know i was in boarding the week before the adventure world trip and the kids were just so excited and talking about that and there was that real buzz in the boarding house yeah. so um other new initiatives that you've uh, started this year you know, with, with working with the boarding support group was the Borders Farmers Market, which we've just had a couple of weekends ago. Can you tell, tell us a bit about what that was like uh, for the community and what it was raising funds for? Uh, so what it was like was um, it just started small and it was really good fun and we'll just let it organically grow. Um, but what was most enjoyable about it was just an opportunity for our Borders and their families to celebrate themselves, their diversity, what they bring to our school. 
Um, a really good boarding school, I think, is the sort of backbone of a school and it was just an opportunity for them to really show a sense of pride in who they are and what what they bring to the table here at Bunbury Grammar. More than that, they were able to then grab their kids at the end of it and they all went out for a luncheon together mm. and there was just that real feeling of community and support and that was that was one of the spin-offs that's a real positive yeah. along with raising a bit of money too. Yeah, and, and so there, there was a, a bit of money raised, yep. wasn't there? Yep. And, and so, so what's the project in, in on, mind? On the day we raised just over 3000 mm-hmm. and we've undertaken a staff auction. All the residential staff have auctioned themselves off to the highest bidder to go out and basically be a slave for the day out on their farm or, or workplace, whatever it happens to be. So the end result will be somewhere around 4500 uh, That is going to be used to redevelop our fire pit area in June Riley with some custom-made bench seating, uh, new fire pit, build that in, bit of lighting and things like that. Beautiful. So yeah. just in time for the winter months, I think that's going to be – the boarders are going to absolutely love that. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Justin, I'm going to stay with boarding just for a minute, but mm-hmm. I want to move now from, instead of reflecting on the term that's been, let's look forward and the plan for next term. So, for what is the plan for the next couple of terms in boarding? So, we've got a few significant things that are coming up. So, along with just our regular advertisement of rec activities that we'll have coming up, we are looking at a social event with Great Southern Grammar. Oh, wow. We'll also have National Boarding Week, which will fall in Term 2 in middle of May. And also what has had a bit of an uptake, as Rob was talking about with the Da Vinci Decathlon, um, is we've had a number of sleepovers mm. and so on happening in boarding and people taking up that opportunity. So so just w- w- back up a bit, sleepovers yep. in boarding, most people would go, hang on, what, what's, what's that all about? So what is mm. that all about? So that's an opportunity for kids that have events that might be difficult um, either time-wise or geographically for parents to facilitate for them. They can stay in boarding. Uh, we'll cater for them, they can sleep over or they can stop over, which generally means they're picked up by about 9.30 or 10 o'clock that night. We'll transport them to the activity they're going to, be it sport or a school program, um, and then the next day they can have their breakfast and carry on and, and head home after that. So part-time boarding, like on a, one, on a casual basis? Yep, absolutely. Excellent. And booked, so Booked online on the, through the school's website, and, uh, and also we offer... Flexible boarding arrangements as well. Which Perfect. Open up that discussion. Wonderful to hear. So um, I guess coming into term two, uh, Kathy, Anzac Day is the first weekend of uh, term two. What are the plans for the schools of tech attendance um, at that event? So we always uh, are proud to be part of the Anzac Day celebrations um, and our school will be represented at Bustleton and in Bunbury. Our letters will be coming out to students at the uh, beginning of Term 2 so we can give full details. But we really encourage students to come along and be part of this very important um, part of our Australian identity. And being a Sunday this time round, um, we'll be having, we'll be expecting uh, lots of people, and in and in term time, uh, lots of people will be able to attend. And so we're really hoping, I guess, that we we have a really good show out in school uniform uh, with the school of Coopers, um, looking fine, um, and then honouring the diggers that that actually fought in the wars. Absolutely, it's very important that we're there, and we are always get a good turnout but mm. this should be even better with the situation and the timing of the event yep beautiful so what about other events that we've got in secondary coming up for the year i know um term one we always say term one seems really busy but then we sort of hit the ground running i think and then term two and three there's a lot going on so just walk us through that 
That's right. So term two um, looks to be just as busy as term one was, so it's certainly worth having a good rest over the holidays to get ready for term two. <laughs> um, lots of learning will be happening. It's an 11-week term. Uh, we have our exam really season comes up in term two with our year 12s and then year 11s and eventually our year 10s taking their exams. NAPLAN's going to be a big focus for us um, middle of term two. Towards the end of the term, something that we're really excited about and continue to build is Impact Week. Um, students in year seven to nine have the opportunity to suspend timetables for a week and take part in a, a, some sort of learning that is uh, relevant and different from normal scheduled classes. So students will um, explore passion projects. They will be involved in things that will make a difference to their community. We've already developing that program and it's really developing into a, a very interesting and different and varied offerings for this year. And that program, that's the one that we were used as an exemplar case study two years ago, isn't it? That's right. So um, we had visitors come from um, ACARA and look at what we were doing because this is really the way of education in the future, mm. trying to get students to, to use collective and soft skills um, and develop those as young people. So we'll be doing that. We're also um, partnering with St Catherine's College in Perth to take um, a group of year 11 and 12 students up for an innovation week, which again, it's the same week, the same week as country week. So a number of our students have often gone up into country week. Um, but we've now got this additional offering, which is new again for students who aren't going to be part of country week or who would prefer to be part of this innovation week to go and experience living at St Catharines and being part of UWA. And I think that's going to be something very exciting and something new for quite a, a, um, a group of students. And that's breaking news, isn't it, really? Because it that's, is. that is a new partnership and we are the trial for St Catharines in this program. Indeed. We've got a very strong partnership with UWA and with St Cats. And um, this is going to be a really interesting new event. And our Impact Week is also... Um, coupled with a Round Square Junior Conference. So we, as parents will know, we are part of the Round Square organisation. Um, and because of COVID, we aren't able to take part in some of the things that we usually do. So with three other schools from Western Australia, they're going to come and join us so that we have additional students taking part in what is obviously recognised as a, a really important event in our school calendar. Excellent, Cathy. Um, and so anything else that we need to know about in secondary? I know we've been doing parent consultations and all that sort of stuff. That continues? That's right. Well, we're going to um, put something new again in for term two, which is for our year seven students and parents to come and join us so parents can meet their students' home group teacher. Um, this is likely to happen in week four, and you'll hear a lot more about this, but that'll be a date for your diaries. Um, winter sports, of course, are also starting, and netball's already in happening. Um, hockey and um, the girls football and other things will be all coming on then so that's all about to to kick off as it were yeah absolutely um, and finally Rob in primary so what are parents and students going to see over the coming year well I think uh, one very exciting project that started at the start of the year was um, the commencement of the green heart project within primary which saw the removal of um, quite an untidy um, uh, building that's just restricted views and was in the way um, and you don't realise how much it was in the way until it disappears and we now look at the space it shows off the multi-purpose hall it creates an incredible grass area for events for activities for gatherings and it's just the start of a project that's going to grow next year 
with um, the removal of a couple more buildings that just don't quite fit in mm. with the primary plan to have a true hub at the centre and it will generate uh, a gathering space and lots of fantastic activities, I think, to take place there. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. And um, what about playgrounds and that sort of thing? In primary, that's always key. I know my kids are always talking about the playgrounds. What's happening in there? We'll then see um, some movement with the playgrounds um, down or around Irene Bourne. Um, so some swings, some sort of climbing equipment, and also some other equipment going up into Eric Speed. Um, we also, what excites me as well is the um, community projects that the parents and friends have been running. They've... Um, worked on their Sundowner event, which was fantastic at the start of the year. They've um, introduced an Inflatables Day, which was just a casual gathering that was just enjoyable. Yeah. It was nothing about um, raising money. It was just fundraising. It was just having a good afternoon out. And this leads on to, I think, a bigger project that they're sort of looking at, which is the Colour Run in October, mm. which looks to be a very, very exciting event, in- including the whole school on a, I think it's a Thursday afternoon, mm. down on the Palmer Oval. So that's um, certainly something to put in everyone's diaries, and I know that's going to be advertised quite a lot in the in the coming weeks and months as, as we go for the big major fundraiser for, for PNF. Well, thank you, uh, Cathy, Rob and Justin. Uh, we're a very, very busy school. You're very busy people, but thanks for coming this afternoon. Um, and we've got plenty of opportunities for our students and the wider community. For more information about upcoming events at Bunbury Cathedral Grammar School, please visit the school website and have a look at the events section or the community calendar, which is the most up-to-date information about any events being run on our campus. Bunbury Cathedral Grammar School prepares students for life beyond school through a world-class education all here in the southwest of Western Australia. You can find more information at our website, which is www.bcgs.wa.edu.au. Dot au.